Today's Bible verse comes from Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 to 5. Judge not that ye not be judged, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. That was a real tongue twister for you to read. That was terrible for me. You look really surprised me. that you got through it. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> you, you took you a while. It took oh, me a was long that time. four tries or something Oh, like that's that. being nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so easy, though to be a fault finder. And so I think that this prayer is so important for marriages because when we pray like this, it helps us to remember to look for the best in each other. It helps us to be a little more self-reflective than we are um, uh, inspective, I would say. You know, we're inspecting each other for all the faults that we have. Inspective, is that a... That's, that's, that's my word. That's you, Oh, your word. Yeah. Okay. It is. All right. And so I'm going to read a little bit of the prayer. It says, it's easy to be a fault finder, to look for the worst in each other, and to dwell on the things that get on our nerves. What's not always easy is recognizing this critical spirit within ourselves and eliminating it from our lives. So I think that has to be an equal part of this prayer. Lord, help me to see the best in my spouse but also at the same time, help me to eliminate this, the spirit of criticism, if that's what you have, which some people have, even some people might have a little, while others have more, but that we learn to, to rejoice with each other and look for the best in each other instead of looking for the worst. Well, those two things are polar opposite though, right? Which two things? I'm just wondering. I was just thinking back to the podcast, I think, from yesterday about us um, taking control of our minds um, by the Word of God. And I'm just thinking, okay, if you were to do that, that would automatically not make you a fault finder anymore because you would just push those thoughts, those fault finding thoughts out of your mind, right? Well, I think that it's the Holy Spirit pushing them out of your mm -hmm. mind. Yeah, but, that's right. Uh, well, that would happen if people allowed the Holy Spirit to move in their yeah. lives. Absolutely. But I agree that being a fault finder is really terrible. It is terrible and it, and it breaks relationships and it's really tough to get, you know, come back from something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it Do really Do you remember is. I felt like you were fault finding in me today when we were at the lumber store? Hmm. And then I was saying to you how my nose was sore and you were like, you know, don't say that. Don't talk about that in the store. And I was saying to you, well, oh, I'm not saying I'm sick or anything. I'm just saying I'm, my nose is sore right now. I feel like I got punched in the nose, you know, and then I felt like you were fault finding with me. And that no, it I, really, you know, and then that's that, that then, then I take it upon myself too, to be kind of like, okay, now I'm mad at this because I feel like he's correcting me unnecessarily. And then we're both kind of, you know, getting tense. Uh, I guess, well, little bit of explanation here they've just locked everything down here and and so it's covid central it's it's bad it's bad it's bad and so that's all i was saying is like okay you know i said you could just tell me <laughs> you don't have to say it too loud because you're going to make people nervous if they think you're sick right that's that's Which what i, I was saying sick right no i know you weren't sick 
<laughs> can you, th- you think they can tense a little bit of frustration in my voice there? Be- because there isn't. There is none, none whatsoever. <laughs> now, let's get on to the next part of the prayer. <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> We don't on. want to point fingers. We don't want to criticize and we don't want an egg. But sometimes that ugly behavior finds a way in. And so we ask that you open our eyes as we examine our hearts. Give us the courage to face the spirit head on. If it is a part of the way that we think, help us to change our attitude. Help us to look for the best in each other and remind us to always give thanks for the good that we find. I have a question. What? Do all couples' little arguments sound as dumb as ours? Because ours sounded really dumb. Do you remember we knew a couple once who said that they argued about the price of peppers for like a week or okay, four that days beats or something. Us. Okay. Because I think what happens sometimes is what starts out as one thing becomes more of an issue of I need to be right. Then it becomes what it becomes really bigger is than the what issue it, yeah. at hand. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that the minute that we realize something like this is happening, we need to do our best to be humble. Mm-hmm. you know, correct your behavior immediately. Don't let it fester. Don't have a silent treatment on the way home. Don't, you know, be angry at your spouse for four hours before you say, I'm sorry. Just, you know, reach out for your spouse's hand mm-hmm. or say, I love you or say, Hey, can I have a hug or say, I'm sorry. There's so many ways that you can diffuse um, a tense situation before it starts to grow. And I think it's the growth that becomes really ugly no. because then it turns into something it's not. 